Hello, word wizards and language lovers. Welcome to another episode of Vocab Lab, where we dissect and digest a selection of high-caliber vocabulary words, perfect for acing those standardized tests like the SAT, ACT, and TOEFL. In today's linguistic workout, we'll delve into three words that will sharpen your verbal edge and add flair to your lexicon. So, make sure your minds are ready for a dose of vocab enrichment. Will it be slur, warm-heartedness, or indifference? Stick around to find out. Let's jump right in with our first word, aspersion. Spell it with me. A-S-P-E-R-S-I-O-N. Aspersion. It's a noun. Aspersion refers to an attack on the reputation or integrity of someone or something. Think of it as casting doubt upon character, often in a more subtle way than outright accusations. A tip to remember? Aspersion sounds like a disparaging remark, which is essentially what it is. It's commonly misconstrued with the word dispersion, which involves spreading things widely. The word aspersion comes from the Latin aspergio, meaning a sprinkling, as in the act of sprinkling water during a religious rite. Historically, the idea was figuratively taken mean sprinkling slanderous claims. Let's use aspersion in a couple of sentences. The politician was upset by the aspersions cast on his integrity. And another, she never forgave the gossip magazine for the aspersion it made about her family. Moving on to a word with a far warmer feel, we have genial, G-N-I-A-L, genial. This time, it's an adjective. Genial describes a person who is friendly and cheerful. It's the kind of person you're glad to see at a party or a meeting because they have a way of making everyone feel welcome. A mnemonic for genial could be, think of gen in genial as genuine joy or friendliness. Now don't confuse genial with genital, the latter of course pertains to reproductive organs. Emerging from the Latin genialis, relating to marriage and fertility, genial originally referred to the festive and joyful spirit typically associated with nuptial celebrations. Example sentences with genial, her genial smile made us all relax during the tense meeting, and another, the genial host was known for his lavish and welcoming dinner parties. And our third word is apathetic. Let's spell it. A-P-A-T-H-E-T-I-C. Apathetic. It's an adjective. If someone is apathetic, they're showing or feeling no interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Picture that friend who shrugs instead of cheering at a concert, and you've got the perfect image of apathy. One trick to remember this word is to associate it with a path which they seem to lack as in they don't care enough to choose a path. Apathetic is sometimes mistaken with antipathetic, which means having a strong feeling of opposition. Apathetic hails from the Greek apathes, meaning without feeling. It's a fusion of a, meaning without, and pathos, meaning emotion or feeling. Let's hear apathetic in a couple sentences. Despite the global importance of the event, he remained strangely apathetic. And another, her apathetic response to the emergency alerted me that something was very wrong. How about we turn things up with a quick blitz quiz, Amber? Ready for a little test of your word replacement skills? I was born ready, Jack. Hit me. Here's your first sentence. The editorial in the newspaper cast blank on the mayor's integrity. That's easy. Aspersion. Correct. Let's see if you can keep up the streak. Our blank neighbor always greeted us with warm cookies and a smile. Oh, that would be our genial neighbor. Holding strong. Third one coming. Even though it was his birthday, he was completely blank about the party planning. That would be apathetic. Perfect so far. 
Moving on, the candidate's supporters were quick to refute the blanks against her record. That would be aspersions. No stopping you. Here we go. The teacher's blank nature made the students look forward to her class every day. Genial is the word we're looking for. Last one. The news was met with significant worry from most, but Jim was uncharacteristically blank. Apathetic fits the bill here. Amber, you have mastered today's words. Listeners, how did you do? Remember these words as they can be a big help in your standardized tests. Before we get to wrapping up today's episode, let's take a quick look back at the words from our last episode. Arable, profane, defunct. First up from the previous episode is arable, A-R-A-B-L-E. Arable is an adjective that refers to land suitable for growing crops. In a sentence, the farmer purchased additional arable land to increase his corn production. Next is profane, P-R-O-F-A-N-E. Profane, also an adjective, means disrespectful of religious or sacred things. A sentence example, the graffiti artist faced charges for the profane images he painted on the church doors. And finally, we had defunct. D-E-F-U-N-C-T. This adjective describes something that no longer exists or has ceased to function. For instance, the company went defunct after the new legislation passed. Thanks for revisiting those words with us. Remember to tune in to the next episode of Vocab Lab, where we will introduce three more high-utility vocabulary words and revisit today's words. Aspersion, genial, and apathetic in episode one. We're at the end of our episode, and we want to thank you for joining us at Vocab Lab. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. Keep exploring words and their stories, everyone. Until next time, keep the love for language alive. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>